Hello CFI sweetheart. Welcome back to another episode, episode 12 of the Coming for You podcast, aka CFY official podcast with me your host Maximiliana. And yes, it's another weekend as usual and I will not hesitate to bring you another brand new topic and brand new episode so that you could listen to it and learn from it and i hope you are going to stay with me from the beginning of this episode to the end of this episode and actually today i'm very 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 excited because i am hosting one of my best friends oh my god guys europe has given me so many friends when i came here i was just alone now as i'm speaking i have friends from across the world so today i have invited my friend from nigeria and i'm going to let him introduce himself and we are going to discuss about culture shock maintenance and adaptation meaning that because now we are living in europe and we came from africa and we have been here for the past two years we feel the need to share the things that shocked us I mean, because obviously we are coming from different culture and we are living in different culture. When we talk about maintenance and adaptation, meaning that how are we maintaining our African culture and also how are we adapting to the European culture? So without further ado, welcome my friend from Nigeria. Introduce yourself and then we will keep moving with our topic. Hi guys, um, I'm so excited to be here. And my name is Olawole and I'm a Nigerian living in Highland. So yeah, Maximiliana is my friend and I'm glad like we are actually like friends too now because the way we met was, you know, shocking. But yeah, it is what it is. Nice to be here, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Ola Ola, you're so crazy. What do you mean the way we met? (laughs) Because you're going to keep you are going to keep people in suspense. How oh no, 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 it's not in a bad way, guys. It's not in a bad way. It's it's in a good way. Actually, Olawole, before we proceed, just a hint. Do you know that a lot of people, I mean, some of my people back home, yeah. when I was coming here, they told me, you are going to Europe. Stay away from Nigerians. <laughs> Do you know how Nigerians are very manipulative? Nigerians <clears throat> are blah, blah, blah. So they were alerting me and they were letting me know that I have to stay away from Nigerians. Why do you think my people told me that? No idea, but I could remember when we met, you actually said the same thing. And I was like, oh no, I need to change that perspective about Nigerians for you. We have bad nigerians like i mean people from nigeria that that have given us bad names at the same time we have the good ones and it's everywhere even europe like i mean highland where we have we have the bad ones and we have the good ones. and i'm glad to be the good one (laughs) (laughs) actually you are a very good person you are such a fantastic friend and actually to just let my cfi sweetheart know um to be honest that's just a stereotype about nigerians not every nigerians is a scammer out there is just like a fraud no 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 that's a very big stereotype that we all are and in fact everywhere there are good people and bad people out there to be honest um uh, you can find an asian criminal you can find an african criminal you can find exactly. a european criminal every like it depends so we have to stop this stereotype of labeling people that oh nigerians are like that no if you did not experience a good nigerian that's very unfortunate and i can i can really sympathize with you but just to let you know that not every person from nigeria is a, is a bad person so let's proceed with our topic 
topic. Before we proceed, I would like to just take a little seconds to just talk about what culture shock is. I'm just going to provide a very simple definition, but everyone is allowed to search what it means. Like, um, So a culture shock can be just a, a different feeling you get, you know, when you are exposed to a new culture or a new environment that is different from where you're coming from. Moving forward to a few points that we want to discuss about, when we arrived in Europe, one thing that I really experienced as a shock was um, maybe on the issue of language and communication in general. Um, Because I'm coming from a place where it's very diverse in in terms of language. My country has over 130 languages. But when I came here in Europe, there are a few languages um, but majority of the language that is being spoken is English, but there are other languages in Europe, of course, like French, uh, Germany, and so, yeah. So, Ola, how about Nigeria? How many languages do you have? Um, the, the thing is, we have the general language, which is the English. Then we have, like, varieties of, like, native languages, like the Yoruba, Igbo, Aosa, like i mean 20 other languages that i can't i don't even know Mm -hmm. so we have like varieties of languages back in nigeria and um one thing i noticed as well in europe is like um for example in highland english is like the general you know like the general language and they have this irish which is their local native language and at the same time I would say the their English is kind of diverse as well. I mean, for example, if you speak with like um someone from Limerick and you speak with someone from Cork, I notice like the English is kind of different. If you're speaking with someone from Cork, it's um like it's kind of a fast English because I was having issues when I when I first came here, like trying to like I I try to like tend and you know take my time to, to digest and understand what they're saying because they were really fast. So I I find like okay the the um language and the communication here and back in Nigeria like you know there's a big difference to be honest. But the only thing I find in common is just the fact that we we both speak english language that's it yeah so to our international listeners um olawole was speaking about cork and limbrick they are simply among the counties in ireland just to add on that point i also realized that when you go to the northern ireland also ola you yeah. can realize that the accent is very strong very strong oh my mm-hmm. god i barely understood what everyone was saying is this the same english you know you're speaking so, yeah <laughs> so that that's genuinely a culture shock and to be honest i think i have said it i think i've said this in uh, some of the previous episodes that when i came here it was so shocking to speak english the whole day english for me is my third language i speak language from the northern kilimanjaro chaga language i speak swahili language which is our national language in tanzania so when i came here uh, it was so difficult for me to speak english the whole day and then day one, day two, day three, the whole week I'm speaking English. It was so shocking, so tiring. And I was telling one of my friends that I, I even was using painkillers because it was so difficult to focus and concentrate to speak English the whole month, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but <laughs> but now I'm moving with it. Anyway, so moving forward, some of the social norms and behavior in Ireland or in Europe were quite a shock to us. Meaning that the way people are greeting each other, personal space, you know, and social interactions is very different from where I'm coming from. First of all, 
from Tanzania, we are known to be very social people. And um, for instance, here, when people are greeting one another, they can hug each other. People here hug, people here kiss. I'm like, why are you kissing me? <laughs> I don't know you. Thing was a very shocking to me. To be hugged and to be kissed just for a, a greeting was very, uh, was very, you know, outrageous. But, um, uh, okay, just to be clear also, Tanzania is a very big country, has a very wide, wide culture also, because we have over 120 tribes there. So, of course, some of the tribes there have, when they are greeting one another, they have their own ways of greeting one another. But generally speaking, it's different from Europe. That's what I want to say. So it was a bit shocking to see here people hugging and maybe kissing and stuff like that. In my country, for example, I'm used to maybe shaking hands. I don't know you guys shake hands in you know Tanzania we do even though not everybody but we do we certainly do shake hands um just also to provide a, a very shocking uh, culture also it's it's from my own country but also it is shocking to me <laughs> to be honest <laughs> um for people in the north Tanzania the indigenous Maasai people they do believe that a woman never grows a woman remains a child and mm. so a woman has to greet even a small boy so when a woman sees a, a seven years old boy pass the woman will just like a little bit bend her knees a little bit to pass a greeting to the little boy but yeah so how about you olawole okay in terms um, of social norms yeah in nigeria greeting is a big thing like it's a really big thing and um there's so much difference from like you know when it comes to greeting from my country which is nigeria and here in ireland so there's an issue that happened like when i was still in college i was calling my my lecturers i called them sir and mom and they called me they were like no don't call me sir don't call me ma i was like that's a sign of you know respect like in my country calling someone sir is a form of respect but to them here in Ireland, they find it like oh i'm old like for you to call me sir like they don't like it it's like i'm telling them oh sir you're old so they, they tell me, oh, see, you don't have to call me, sir. Just call me by my name. But I still find it, like, odd. It's, it's like I'm calling my dad by name, you know? It sounds weird. <laughs> but but that's their culture. So I have to blend in with that. And um, when it comes to greeting, back home, if you want to greet someone, if, if that person is older than you, if it's an elderly person, you have to really show, you know, show that respect by bowing your head. In my country, you can't shake an elderly person. You have to bow or, you know, or, or prostrate. That's the form of greeting. So here, yeah, you can't you can just do that. They, they go with handshake and you call them by their name. You don't have to put sa or ma in their name. So that's a big shock for me. <laughs> yeah, that's quite relatable. Shout out to my classmates, uh, public relations class of 2016. Uh, we had a, one lecturer, his name was Ellie. We couldn't call him his name, but he insisted that we should call him just Ellie. And we were like, like, it was so difficult. But then anyway, we adapted, we tried, but um, he stayed in Europe for quite some time. So he adapted that culture of saying that anyway, just call me by name. Don't call me doctor or madam or sir or what. <laughs> what were the values and beliefs that were shocking to you? Values and beliefs might be like uh, back home, like some people believe in Christianity, some believe in um, Islamic religion and some believe in traditional way. So, but here... 
everybody tends to be like if you're not a christian then you don't just believe like this god you know so that that's a big difference you know and everybody has their faith yeah so yeah yeah something came in my mind quickly that uh when i came here i realized that when irish people pass through a cemetery place they do the cross sign and you know i could relate to back home some people back home do the same and so i was like okay this time around i saw something similar but one thing that shocked me is that the christianity that historically it was brought by european in africa yeah yeah um so but it's very shocking that europeans are no longer going to church i went to church and i found only old people in church and i could count them they were not even 20 and i was like what am i doing here i felt out of place when i went to church the other day and then another thing that was so shocking is that a lot of young people when i asked them uh, about their religion and stuff like that they told me they are atheists uh, they don't believe in god yeah. i told them when did you start this behavior <laughs> And they were just laughing at me. Like, what behavior? I was like, this behavior of saying that you, you no longer believe in God. He said, no, by the way, my mom and my dad believe in God, but I don't believe in God anymore. I, I tell them why. They say, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't feel it anymore. To me, it's very shocking for someone to wake up in the morning and, and decide they no longer believe in God. No judgment to anyone who says that, but it's, it's quite shocking to me. So anyway, moving forward, I think we can now discuss about cuisine. Uh, you know how Africa has a diverse of food, right? Yeah. And trust me, we have the best rice in Tanzania. I know you are going to talk about Nigerian nah, I'm not going to say yes to that because your, your rice cannot beat Nigerian rice. That's the thing. <laughs> you know, you know, you know that. You know that. No, listen. Our <laughs> rice is the best. It's called pilau. It's fantastic. So is jollof rice a joke to you? Like Nigerian jollof rice. Is that a joke to you? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I have tried Nigerian jollof several times. Guess what? It's beautiful. It's nice. Okay. But you guys put a lot of spice in it. You put a lot of pepper in it and I can't even eat it. <laughs> Explain to me how that rice is good. It, it depends on, you know, like the cook. Because I might cook a jollof rice and my quantity of spice might not be like, you know, too much. Why some people might cook it and they might put like a lot of spices. So it depends. But the fact still remains that the taste, you know, the look good. You know what I'm saying? Come on. <laughs> I know that I can never ever defeat a Nigerian, especially when we talk about food, because they are so into their food. And I quite understand. As much as I, you like your Nigerian jollof, I do like my Tanzanian rice too, the same way you like a Nigerian jollof. And <laughs> okay, but the fact still remains that Nigerian jollof is still the best. <laughs> okay. Let me give you a win this time. But I, I'm looking forward to invite you again. So that's, when you come good. again, I am going to defeat you. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> okay. All right. Now we can discuss about the family structure. In mm. Africa, like we have a very strong emphasis on extended family. The way I value my uncles and I keep contact with some of my uncles and my aunties. Oh my God, my aunties are the best. You know, my cousins and I have so many cousins. The, the culture shock when I came here is that 
the strong emphasis is put on the nuclear family. I've met like three different families here in Europe. I mean, Ireland to be precise. And they are very big with, you know, with family. They, they keep up with their extended family. Like, for example, if they want to do like a ceremony, if everybody is not present, then nothing is happening. Like they, they, they go back and call their grannies, you know, their cousins, their uncle, like everybody has to be present. So I think some, some of them are, are still big with families, you know. Yeah, like Africa, we are very big with that. But some, some in Europe too are still like very big with family. Yeah, I quite agree, especially the Irish family. You know, Irish yeah. families sometimes they could be very big. I was talking to this lady and she was telling me that her grandma had 14 children. So it's not different from Africa back in the days. So, I mean, we share some of those kind of things. Okay, education and work structure. Yeah, I, f- I find education here, it, it's actually the best. I would say... <laughs> Nigerian education system is work. No, not really like work, but I th- there's so much difference. Like there's so much difference because I did my bachelor in Nigeria and I came here to Europe to study f- for my masters, and I could see that there's so much difference. Back home, if they give you assignment to do, you can easily like copy and paste. But here in Europe, that's a big issue. You can copy and paste for your for your lecturers. Big, it's a crime. Plagiarism, it's a crime. But back in nigeria all these things are not like they are not considered they just give you like you know if you submit an assignment and they just mark you based on what you submitted but here you still have to go through plagiarism check and if it's a copy and paste thing so back in nigeria i would say education is like okay i'm reading to pass and here you're not reading to pass you're actually reading to understand so that you can actually you know use what you learn in a working system so education here it's actually better than my home country that's the honest fact and that's my opinion it's it's good that you said it's your opinion and when you say education in nigeria is work i could relate a hundred percent with the education system in my own country tanzania people barely breathe you know yeah the professors (laughs) and the doctors and our teachers our beloved teachers back home they are the gods exactly which is outrageous we struggle with education back home it's very difficult to even graduate back home you mm-hmm. know? yeah they they are not keen <laughs> to actually take you through education in such a way that will save time money and struggle the education back home is a struggle which is very disappointing because you can put a lot of work and you will never graduate here when you put your sweat when you sleep in library when you hustle for it when you don't pressurize and you really start you give it your work even the professor even your supervisor will see it and you are going to be rewarded what you deserve yeah exactly because there's like a situation whereby a lecturer will tell you you can never have a in my course i mean back in nigeria or back in africa you know like a lecturer telling you that's already then you know what can you do like you can never have an a here if you put in the work like nobody can stop you from having a a you know yeah so, there is a law school in tanzania i'm not i didn't study law uh okay. just for context but i hear that in the law school of tanzania the the teachers they would tell you ah you you, you came here okay how many are you you are 100 okay 100 only 20 people are going to graduate in this class <laughs> can you imagine that's crazy 
it's very very frustrating and to me it was a culture shock to come in a place where education can be attained with zero stress on it anyway social etiquette social norms regarding punctuality dress code behavior in public spaces can be vary between uh, africa and europe so to me i can say for example the issue of dress code when i came here i was so my god i don't know <laughs> people here were naked um <laughs> Even guys during summer, for they don't wear their shirts. They move chest free in the streets. Yeah. To me, it was like, what is going on? <laughs> I wouldn't mind girls uh, or maybe some people who are wearing their shorts because obviously it, it can be very warm and very, you know, it can be just quite very warm and it feels just weird. It's very warm. So I don't mind shorts. I also wear some shorts and stuff like that. But a substantial amount of body parties that i see here in ireland is outrageous <laughs> so it's quite a shock to me how about you olawole yeah like yeah, they don't they don't care they wear whatever they want mm. and um like they just you know they just want to be free like they 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 dress the way they want they don't care about what you think about what they're wearing but back home you have to think twice before you you wear something one you have to think about your family you know you just have to dress you know the way the society wants you back home but here they don't care especially like you said summertime the only thing left for them to take out is their, their bra and their pants like they are completely naked to be honest it's quite a shock. We've never seen that in Africa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think now we can discuss about the art and entertainment. Wow. Mm. This is very good. I mean, Irish music. Wow. They like their music. They play it along the street. And, you know, they like having fun and just some natural vibe of their uh, culture and music. Back home, of course, people like music. And we have a, our, our music in Tanzania. It's called Bongo Flavor. It's quite very good. And now it's just doing very good in international platforms, which, which is a very good thing. In, in our tribes, we have traditional music, which is also a very good thing. Uh, yeah. And how about you, Olawole? What did you see? It's actually similar to to Nigeria as well. And um, the the only thing like that I find different is just the their dance. You know, like there's a way the Irish people dance, and which I like because I've been to like two different concerts, and I was like, oh yeah, you know, like my first time seeing you know the dance moves, I was like, oh, this is not what I was, I'm, I'm actually used to. So I like it, but the fact still remains that oh. I like the Nigerian dance vibe. I would say because that's, you know, that's where I, you know, I grew up. That's what I, I, I was used to. But yeah, I won't say it's a shock because I don't expect the Irish people to be dancing the way Nigerians dance. That That's what I would say. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, so now I think the attitude toward time. That's, that's a big one. So it means that we are like, we're more relaxed with time, you know. We are always late. <laughs> always relaxed. Whether that is positive or negative, I don't know. <laughs> I can't say it right now. But what I know is at least our approach to time is a bit like we take our time. And an African man we tell you, oh, I'm almost there while he's still on his bed. <laughs> That's oh, crazy. Ah, uh, I don't know. It depends. Sometimes I tell my friends, "Oh, I'm leaving the house now," and that of which I'm just about to take my bath. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I think that's in the plus, you know. We we are always late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is why we 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 also have to discuss about adaptation and and we come from a place where we are so relaxed with time and now we are here where everything is just like a little quick. How are we adapting? Just because I I don't have any choice. Otherwise exactly. I'm going to be late for the bus, <laughs> for the taxi, for the work. No time to relax here. Exactly. Which is, yeah, which is crazy, but it's fine. We're used to it now. So now that we are reaching at the end of our episode 12, thank you so much Olawole for taking part into this podcast. I really appreciate you taking time to join me. It was so nice to host you and I'm looking <laughs> forward to invite you some other time so that we can discuss about some other hot topic. Oh yeah, and, definitely. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Uh we want to say thank you so much for those who subscribe to our YouTube channel. It means a lot to us and it gives us more energy to continue creating content every week. We have reached out to some of you to ask you to subscribe and the majority of you did exactly that. We are grateful and we will never take you for granted. As we promised before, we are going to continue bringing you episodes every weekend to us consistency is the key. Just to also let you know that we have our TikTok account for for those who use TikTok, you can just go there and search CFI official podcast and also we use the same name on Instagram, just search CFI official podcast on YouTube, we use the same name CFY official podcast. That is the end of our episode and I say thank you so much for those who have been listening from the beginning of this episode and I'll see you next time for another episode. Ciao. Bye bye. Because nobody does better like us. We got no money but the ways we have. We show our swag everywhere we party. Come join us. Show your swag. Because nobody